Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park stand-up meeting podcast. And as always, I am joined by David Fox. Hello. And Gary Winnick. Hey. And each week we quickly do a little stand-up meeting where we talk about what we did last week and what we're going to do next week. And I think we'll start with Gary. Okay, so... Um... Continue to work on art. I would probably say I continue to work on art every time we have one of these things. I don't know if that'll change very much. Well, I think I think when you say I didn't work on art, that's when we have to worry. Yeah, <laughs> I I was busy doing something else that had nothing to do with this. So anyway, also you know having Mark involved has has been really um, a godsend. That continues to be you know just in terms of sort of helping keep the quality up and keeping sort of on track. So working with him, um, going through and, you know, just making sure that we were staying on track relative to finishing up pre-production so we can move into production in about a week. Uh, that's all looking fairly positive. I finished up uh, a couple of rooms, a couple of close-ups. I also finished up some icons. I was working on those with David, and I think we have most of those. Uh, at least the working ones for the wireframe all up and running. Uh, a few more will trickle in, but for the most part, we have almost everything that is required to do the inventory. And then um, also did a little bit of review. Um, we're working on the logo with a logo design, and we'll probably put some of that up once we feel ready to do that. We're still sort of moving through the packaging concept stuff. And then we've been working on doing these walkthroughs, and we finished up the last of those this week. I think Ron will probably have more to say about that. So next week, I will probably be continuing to do a few more close-up rooms that we have to sort of wrap up everything on wireframing. And then I have to distill down the feedback on Dolores and maybe do some pixel versions of her and then also look at some of the animation stuff moving forward. That's pretty much it for right now. Yeah, I just wanted to say I think your Ransom the Clown underwear inventory icons are going to go down in history. Uh, if we actually show that to people. I will say this. We have a Ransom underwear icon that's clean, and we have one that I'm going to call is soiled. <laughs> yeah, I think when I saw that first time, my response was, ew. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll go next. Uh, a lot of uh, bug fixing. Just the more David uh, works on the scripting, the more little bugs come through and uh, little features that I add to make things uh, easy to do. One of the things I'm going to do is add trigger volumes so you can set up little little areas of the screen that whenever an actor walks into them, it can trigger some uh, some script to execute. It'll just I think it'll save us a lot of time having to constantly monitor people's locations. You know, if they walk into something, it's just have have this have the engine just be a little more you know proactive in notifying the scripts when people walk into places. So that's something I do. Uh, the big thing that I did uh, programming wise this week was got the dialogue system implemented. I'm still not 100% sure if we're going to do dialogue trees, you know, like we had in Indiana Jones and Monkey Island or not. But even without them, getting that system in is is very useful. So I've, uh, I've spent the last couple of days getting that working. So there are actually dialogues you can um, you know, walk up to the sheriff at the beginning of the game and carry on a little dialogue with him. And I'll probably do a, a post Monday talking about the dialogue system and kind of showing what the file format looks like and how all that comes together. And then we did our epic walkthroughs of the game. So we walked through the entire game. I made a lot of notes about little things that need to change. And I think that was about it for me, unless I'm forgetting something. David? Yeah, the walkthrough took a while. 
you were smart in trying to do it in relatively small doses, so we didn't have to spend eight hours a day going through it. That would have been crazy. Yeah, I think about an hour and a half is. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a kind of a human limit to being able to pay attention to stuff like that. I think we ended up doing like a week full of that. It's like five you know, days of it. Yeah. Yeah, every day for an hour and a half. I think the first one was a little longer, and that was exhausting. I started to wire up Gary's new inventory objects and a few more of those. I actually wired a part of the end game sequence uh, based on one of our walkthroughs, redid parts of it so it works better. Uh, first time working with printing text on the screen for the security book and the phone book, started looking at data format for the phone book information for, for all the supporters. Yeah, I think there's like almost 4,000 names that have to go in that phone book. Yeah, and I guess it's not going to really be that hard to generate that, but you know, Gary did a first pass of a phone book where you can select the, la the first letter of the person's last name so you can jump to that section. And I'll probably be working on that next week also. Um, I just got the first part of it done and I have to do quite, quite a bit more on that. Regarding what Ron said about trigger scripts, I actually used the walk boxes in one room to create kind of an automatic opening door. And this works better since it doesn't have to be constrained to just one walk box or have walk box do double duty. So that would be much better. Yeah, using the walk boxes to, to figure out trigger volume can, it's kind of of a kludge, right? I think it's yeah. better to have proper proper trigger volumes for things and they can be smart. It's like I wanted to set up the trigger volume. So when you create a trigger volume, you can actually specify, I only want to be triggered if a selectable character walks in the box, or I only want to be triggered if Ransom walks in the box. Mm -hmm. And I think offloading that to the engine will just be a lot more efficient than having to write all that stuff in script. It, it might be good to go the opposite so that if someone's in a box, that it triggers when they leave the box. Yeah, I was going to do that. I was going to have both of those triggers. So yeah. trigger when you enter and trigger when you leave. Yeah, good. I also spent, oh, about 10 hours yesterday photographing my office, so you could see it in my <laughs> blog. <laughs> well, it's it was not that funny. big, David. Oh, no, it was you know, cleaning it up first. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you got your uh, awesome Revenge of the Jedi poster in there. I know. Thank you for adding that. Um, you missed the last wall, the back wall, that had the Zach poster in it, too, so that's there, too. So I do have a Zach poster someplace. Yeah, I gave my sister for Christmas back when I worked at Lucasfilm. I gave her a Revenge of the Jedi t-shirt. I, I hope she hasn't used that to, you know, stain lawn furniture or something. <laughs> yeah, some people look at it and they don't realize what they're seeing. They just yeah. kind of see the poster and forget about that. That wasn't actually the title of the movie. David, if you need a few bucks, you can always take it to Pawn Stars. <laughs> Yeah, and those, the Revenge of the Jedi posters and the t-shirts, I mean, those were like legitimately printed, right? I mean, they weren't just fake funny printed. That actually oh, was the name of the movie at some point. It was. Point. When, we when I first started working there, that was the name. And I think soon after, they changed it. Maybe that was why they gave away these posters, because they realized they couldn't use them anywhere. Oh, these are worthless? Yeah, so I think I got like four or five of them. And I have them somewhere in my garage or someplace rolled up. But this one's... You know, nicely fading on my wall. Oh, nice. I don't and let some, anybody know where you live, David. They're going to come and garage. <laughs> yeah. Someone asked, I think, in the in the blog, like, about the name change. And the thing I always heard was that uh, it was going to be called Revenge of the Jedi. And then some kid wrote to George and said, but Jedis don't seek revenge. 
and George changed the name to Return. Mm-hmm. So I guess he had to make sure the first two characters were the same. Yeah, I wonder if that's true or not. Yeah, I don't know. I just heard that, yeah, they thought it through some series of events could have included that. They just thought it seemed too harsh. All right. So do we have anything else or are we done? Uh, I think that's it for today. Anything big on people's agenda for next week? Incremental stuff for me, just continuing. Uh, At some point, I'm going to really start concentrating on animation. We're still sort of getting through wireframing, but that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I think next week, for me, the big thing is getting the spine integration so we can choreograph animations in spine and they can play back. So I I got a couple of people a response from the blog post that did some did some tests so i've i've got some good data so those happened already yeah those yeah those have already happened i already got that stuff back so i'll once i once i get the playback engine integrated then we can start playing those animations and and see whether this is a, a easy way for us to save time good okay okay all right well i guess i will uh, talk to you guys later okay, okay bye. bye okay bye Okay. All right. I think we're done. Is there anything else you want to talk about while we're all here? Probably not, right? Just more of this keeps doing what we're doing. I think, I think doing. we should should start over and do another walkthrough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. You're, if you're a funny guy, Fox. Yeah, yes. Uh, write us up some notes and let us know how that went, David. David, why don't you just do one and you can, you can give us your notes. Yeah, do one and give us your notes. <laughs> I figure we'll probably will do another big walkthrough, but it'll you know it'll probably be like November or something, you know, and when Final Art's going in the well, game. It was it was really good for another reason besides just checking stuff, but you know I you know had lists of notes of bugs I had to fix and things that weren't working right, and you know you do a room and you go into the next room, and you never believe, we aren't playing the game through, so we never really see what's what broke. Right. So that's good. Yeah, I think the next through the next walkthrough we do will probably actually be playing the game hey ron did uh, mark ever respond to your slack invitation no he never did because we do want him maybe to do you know one of these um a podcast with us coming up in the next few weeks and also i would like him really to be able to play a walk through the game so he can kind of see how i mean it goes a lot to see how these things are connected when you can actually walk around yeah has he tried playing the game at all yet no i've never given him a version of the game so I'll, I'll, today I will get the Windows version running again and then get him a version. Yeah, because that would also help him with this whole Vista thing, I think, and stuff like that, too, just to sort of get a better feeling. Even though I'm sending this crappy map and I told him not to pay a whole lot of attention to it, I think it's helpful for him to be able to walk around in the world and see how that feels. Yeah, I also think it would help for him to see some of the rooms starting to come to life. I think it would make him even more excited when he sees some animation of things he gave that are actually animating and even though it's rough yeah i will do that i will do that by the end of the day okay i will get him the windows version all right okay bye okay see you guys all right bye